It's a Daily Talk Show episode 312. What? Welcome, yeah. Jules Lund. Hang on a second, 312. Have you done this nearly every day? Every day? Yeah, every, week every day. weekday. Mate, you were on last time, episode 159. God, that was only last week. How many are you squeezing <laughs> these in? We do five a week. I feel like I actually haven't had a conversation. I mean, the best thing about this podcast is that you can actually sit down with somebody yeah. and go through a lot of stuff, yeah. a lot of content. It's not normal. It's not mm. a normal friendship. I've seen you since that episode quite a few times, but we haven't actually had much of a chat. No. Yeah. People will know Jules Lund as the founder of Tribe and you've been popping up in my LinkedIn newsfeed. Good. Uh, based on... Engagement pod. The girls over there. there. So I've got yeah. um, two of the Tribe team here. I've got Lisa Target, who's a, a UK GM over from London and Grace, who's one of our superstars from the London office as well. And they've been laughing because when I posted that on LinkedIn, I said... To the whole team, get amongst it, engagement pod. So they're liking it and yeah. commenting so that the algorithm, you would yeah. know this, yeah, Joshy. Yeah. Mate, I get text messages from Josh saying, can you please jump on LinkedIn to like my post? Yeah. And I have a, I have an account for my toe thumb, like an Instagram <laughs> account, and toe thumb actually gets into engagement sometimes on <laughs> yeah. my stuff and I have a conversation. Great. I forgot about your toe thumb. Yeah. <laughs> that is... It's quite disgusting. It's what quite is, grotesque. What does Bree think about that? <laughs> it's it's not ideal, but it does sort of it works with my hands, sort of. Does it? It works Maybe. with a, 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 a silverback's hands. <laughs> no, the purpose is it works with a foot because it's. A, <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's that far. Mate, how's his handstands though? <laughs> <laughs> if I had the core strength, but no. So, uh, how long have you been back in Melbourne? Uh, two days. Well, if it was um, going by your email signature, you've been away for the last eight months. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've now set that up. <laughs> email signature is a standard now. It says I'm away because yeah. it gets rid of all the nuffies. How, how, how hard was it for you to get through it, mate? Well, I'd never know when you're here. That's yeah, what that's I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm texting you. As I said, the nuffies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you text me back. I'm like, fuck, it's either I've punished you and woke you up in the middle of the night. And that's what I want. I want you to feel awkward. I want you yeah. to feel like you're annoying me because guess what, Tommy? <laughs> I am annoying you. <laughs> I have been for the last 10 years. Do you get any pushback from using the autoresponder? Yeah, I've had a few people call me out, think that I, I think I'm a VIP. Yeah. You know, it's a bit arrogant. Because yeah. it basically says, hey, I'm overseas working. Um, basically, I'll get back to you when I can. Yeah. And I get back to everyone that I care about very quickly, but it buys <laughs> me a few days, mm. I think. And then on my voice message, I get hit up on this one as being pretty arrogant, which is I don't listen to voice messages, send me mm. a text. How do you feel about I that? I think that's but great. Yeah, Jeff Jowett, who's been on, he he's, he legitimately says, I will not listen to this email. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's, he is from the 80s, <laughs> Jeff, isn't he? He probably would say email. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you in New York? Uh, well, I did three weeks. I just oh, you would love South by Southwest. I yeah. just went. To, I went. To, I've oh, been a did? few years ago. Oh, yeah. my lord! So, um, see who else loves South by Southwest? Jason Dundas. Oh yeah, yeah. he's always there. He's did he go? Stuff. Um, well, it, so I went to Austin for six nights there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I even scraped the surface of so it's a creative festival. For those who don't know, it's mm. sort of it's where marketing world, tech world, music, film all collide in Austin, Texas, and takes over the whole town. But it's just great people, people mm. like us, creative, mm. innovative, excited, um, want to celebrate life. It's not like Can Lions, which is sort of like an advertising. It's mm. the Lardy da yeah. in south of France. A lot of expensive money on yachts. This is the opposite. Austin, Texas barbecue. Like I, I was, yeah. ha- I was having at breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner, and they would yeah. do 
like for breakfast, I would have like a free brownie. They were doing yeah. like free brownies and stuff. I, I got to about the sixth day and went, Jesus, I'd kill for some cutlery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I think I ate, everything was out of food trucks. And there was, yeah. wasn't such a thing as a plate. I yeah. don't think I saw a plate. And I just, like, everything's Mexican. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mexican. You're, you're looking good though. You're looking Thank kind you, of lean. Can you um, get your hand off my leg? <laughs> no, I will not. It's a, it's a nice dense leg. So I feel like, I feel like this ride for you with Tribe I've, you can see where it's at. I reckon I could tell what stage of the business you're at based on how you're just talking with me. And yeah. You seem really happy at the moment. You seem like shit's going well. Yeah. Tell me, i tell you what, you've seen me. I think you've re- even recorded me. Yeah. So I've had some bad days, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just so happens that it coincides with Tommy wanting some really inspiring video. So he puts a camera on me and he goes, talk to me about entrepreneurship. And I say, don't fucking do it. <laughs> and he still I, does. He still <laughs> talks to me about and it. And then I just go into this diatribe of like, this is f- hell. Mm. And right, this is so this is going back, what, about 14 months ago yeah, or something? easily. And I'm like, this is hell. And so then we just went, let's just do a video that's really raw and mm. honest. And so if it all goes to shit, we can bring the video out. And yeah. if it doesn't, then it's an honest representation of, you know, the, the tough moments. Could be, yeah. You could be the next fire Festival sort of documentary. <laughs> oh, so it's so. always, always in the back of your mind, right? Which is, is like, you've it got is. Billy vibes. You could be. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're good at pulling people in. Yeah, Billy yeah. was very entrepreneurial, to be even honest, though he was a yeah, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> even though he's in jail. Yeah. I love, I love that because you're right. I am good. Like you guys, enrolling people, right? Mm. You've got a new idea. And you guys have, yeah. this is the, this is the most committed you've been to any one of your ideas ever. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you guys have an idea a month and you're excitable and then you enrol everyone and then <laughs> the next idea yeah. and they've just invested in the first. It's, yeah, it's annoying. But I mean, you've done the exact same thing with yep. Tribe. Yep. Is every time you go to a different market, I was reading that the UK office mm. has outperformed the Australian office. Oh, well, yeah, that's uh, Lisa and Lisa's Grace over there. They can take credit for that. So there's about 10 or 11 of the team over there and it, it's super impressive. Yes. You have to get people to subscribe. Does it feel like a new idea every time when it's doing the new market or does it yeah, feel like... No, it does. I'll I t- I tell you something that's extraordinary. That So we have just the news is broken today through TechCrunch, which is the leading tech um, publication uh, globally. So it's a really – it's even just a a significant thing being on TechCrunch Mm. and having it announced. Um, And so we're moving – we've just raised um, $10.5 million and we've um, set up our offices in New York City and and we're about to – you know, we're about to have a crack at the US Mm. after the success of the UK – um, but what's extraordinary is I'm sending out these videos of our story. You know, what is our story? Because, JJ, you're absolutely right. We have to start again. Okay. Yeah. Luckily, I've been saying the same crap for four years, so much so that there's a video of me in 2017 that described Tribe, and it's the video I've put in the article because we haven't changed yeah. it. I love yeah. that. Well, the, the pitch video we made yeah. to get the original funding, it, there's not much difference. Nah. Yep. But the good thing too is if you create a lot of content, it's like Gary V. He yeah. produces enough content that you can say just about anything <laughs> and then just pull on the one that works at yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. The, the thing with Gary V, he's actually, there's a, um, there was a YouTube competitor back in the day called Viddler. Okay, and he was. He that was, sounds yeah. like yeah. exactly. That <laughs> sounds like someone should keep five miles back from a primary school. Exactly. And the thing is, he was very much like all in on Vidler. But it's amazing how yeah. he, he was able to yeah. change things. Don't up. Don't you love the yeah. December LinkedIn prediction posts? Yeah, because no one 
fucking goes back yeah. 12 months ago, you were clearly so far off. Yeah. Like yeah. you can just say anything and mm. by the next year, you just predict the next big yeah. thing. And if it comes off, you, you, mm. you cheer. But if it doesn't, no one even knows. Yeah, absolutely. So at that time we were doing that video and you were a bit morbid. Yeah. What was um, – was America on the cards at that point? I think no. UK, you'd launched the office. No, surviving was on the cards. Look, the reality <laughs> is, as, I, as I've described to you guys before, it's, it's, you know, you're in survival mode as a startup. Mm. So you raise the money and then the mm. money every day gets less, yep. right? And so you have to then use that money with um, enough impact that the, by the time the money runs out, you've said to people, the last people that gave us this money, mm. this is what we've done with it. It's so good that if you give us money for the next year or two, then this is what we're going to do to yours. So in that small window of that, that, that original amount of money, if you haven't grown, mm. no one's going to give you any more. Yeah. And so um, we've just been – you just go in that cycle. And so at the moment we've raised some money. We're, we're now excited because, you know, people give us that money to spend and we've got enormous amount of traction. So we're optimistic that that amount of money we can do something really significant with. And in this part of our journey, four years on um, – we have invested in technology, which means for four years we have strangely been fighting with one arm behind our back tied mm. because when you build tech, the idea is you, you're not meant to go in there and help the tech. Mm. Whereas if you're an agency that had an opportunity to make 100 grand with influencers, you'd just start emailing people, you get busy, yeah. everyone yeah. rolls their sleeves up and you just make it happen, you get the money. Whereas in tech you're actually trying to allow the, the platform to do all of that work. And so sadly it takes an enormous amount of investment, like, you know, probably, you know, eight million we've spent on our development. Wow. And, and it takes an enormous amount of time. And so what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to predict the future. So you need to be able to go, for, I'm going to build this in concrete because that's what it feels like and I'm going to invest all this money. By the time we've finished it, the market bet not, better not have moved, otherwise mm. we're stuffed. And so when I say to you that video hasn't moved in two years or three years, that's such a great endorsement that we are able to think about the fundamentals of what we're building for and know mm. that there's nuances that shift but be ahead of the market and future-proof ourselves. And so at the moment, four years on, it looks like our technology is finally catching up. It's starting to overtake competitors and it's super exciting. And so it sort of feels like it begins a little bit now. We've built this thing for scale that anyone can jump online and say, I want content from influencers that, you know, they can either publish to their followers, which is word of mouth marketing at scale, or actually I'm just using these influencers to create content for my social advertising or my billboards, which is sort of like you turning your customers into your creative department. Mm. And so... That now at this point is really exciting globally and brands have caught up to that concept even though we've been visualising it for a few years and so hopefully it's the perfect storm. So what you, I used to watch, come and watch you, um, I'm just bored of seeing you say the same thing. Yeah, so fair enough. I just watched the videos that I've made previously for you. Yep. But you were, what I loved is you were almost making some of these predictions or you were coining phrases or... Trying to. Identifying areas. What has come off from what you were sort of projecting... Yep. And what hasn't? Well, Josh, you'd agree that every time you have a prediction, you naturally go to GoDaddy and buy a domain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So it's very true. Yeah. Do you know I, Leon Shergren, who we yeah. had on the show the other day? Shergs.com is available. It's pretty unique. I mean, it's. What do you think about Shergs? So Leon Shergren, he, yeah. he wears really colourful shirts. Yep. And so I thought of Shergs. Shirts. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. I mean, I, look, you know, it's great until you get the the, the 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 free campaign at his radio station and no one can read it. Yeah, yeah. Shirts. Shirts. It's, it, yeah, it's got some issues. But yes, absolutely. Domain names. Yeah, yeah. Off the GERD. I accidentally bought yeah. instead of off the grid, which cost oh, me. Do you, do you own toethumb.com? Toethumb.com I own, yes. Yeah. Instagram not. Do you know, uh, I, was with a, I was at a cafe the other day and a guy was telling me just how he got he – got um, the domains of this guy that he worked with. So mm. say the guy's name's uh, Matthew Shepard. Mm. He just got MatthewShepard.com and he can put whatever he wants on there mm-hmm. and it's going to get better SEO yeah. every time that guy's name is put in. So now he just fucks with him, right? Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> because it's going to come up before mm. he's linked in or anything yeah. and, and someone else owns it and it's this vulnerability. So now he's just going to extort money yeah. out of it. Imagine bought, if I had JoshJansen.com. Someone bought JulesLund.com yeah, and then they, yeah. didn't he want to give it to you or something? No, don't bring up the war. I got absolutely. That guy went to jail for other shit, didn't he? Just quietly. No, but What's I hope this? so. I think it was done for. Like I just remember, no, it, I got was like a, it was like it was a black background, and it had the. This is the. It was like a. Which guy? There was a, there was a guy who had a bunch a bunch of domain names in sort of the sort oh. of B grade celebrity, <laughs> and then yeah, so it wasn't that, mine. And so, <laughs> and then everyone did, everyone down from that, and. Um, <laughs> And so he, no, I remember that you would go to the website and there was like, oh, yeah. there's something, author, internet authority, I think it was literally that, internet authority. But basically it was a dude, he was in Queensland and uh, he was buying all these. I reckon I know the guy. because no, I'll, I'll just say, what a loser. Yeah, I got yeah. absolutely, I got ripped off. It's, it's one of the most embarrassing stories within Tribe of the last four years where I just got absolutely. Did you get JulesLund.com? No, it wasn't over that. It was over a Tribe domain, but I just got absolutely stooged. This guy just... What did he do? I just I want to hurt him. I hope it was a .com.au as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was some just random like, yeah. and, to be honest, I can't talk about it. But in terms of the domain mm. and so Shergs has got – Shergs shirts, he's got the licence plate for Shergs. Yeah, so, so I think it could be good. But I, I collect domain He needs a following names. probably to yeah, sell also, the shirts. I've got also, Hamish's domain name, HamishBlake.com, because I will constantly be on GoDaddy and I'll just be like – I just write in people's names and it came up and I texted him. I said like this, cause normally it doesn't go. I've had it before where I've got a good dot co. I've got filmmaker.co and a few yeah, others. Yeah. And I've had it before where I got an epic one and GoDaddy had just sort of been tweaked at the time and it didn't go through. Yeah. And so I'm like, HamishBlake.com was available. And then I, like I straight away yeah. messaged him and said, you should completely own this. But the thing is Hamish has fucking Hamish Blake shots on Instagram. Like he's the, the opposite of someone who cares about all the that domain sort of doesn't equate to success. You can safely say that, but and it just tr- feels like it does. I know. Yeah, it does, yeah. So, a friend, you know, Carly Schmidt. So, Carly got. Um, I won't mention it because of the, the person, but she was. She had an idea, right? Mm. And it, like you and I, yeah. she just quickly got the domain, and yeah. it feels like I've already started my company, yeah. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like you feel like you've done heaps. Bigmediacompany.com. We have. We've spoken about it. Yeah. The yeah. dailytalkshow.com. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You've done really well. So she's got one and then she gets reached out to and within literally a few weeks someone buys it for five and a half grand. Jeez. She made five and a half grand off like a eleven ninety five. And so 
I then spent about five and a half grand <laughs> and I haven't even made 11. <laughs> I haven't even yeah, made the yeah. reverse. But I then went, I went AR and VR. So mm. I thought I'm going to get ahead of this curve and I did everything. I must have spent, don't tell Anna, mm. when I had money before the startup. <laughs> I, I must just, I, honestly, I must have spent five grand on AR um, cinemas, VR skiing, AR driving lessons, VR porn, AR headset, a, VR glasses, or dot coms. Yeah, it's, uh, I thought I was I'm on a winner. Now I've works. run out of money and I have to get rid of them. And I'm like, that was stupid. So are these are your predictions that haven't come through? Okay, there's plenty of those. Um, but in answer to your question, um, back, back, back when we talked about the domain, were there certain, thi- were there certain things um, that I've conceived that have come mm. off? Generally speaking, from an industry point of view, absolutely. Mm. In, in fact, everything has. Um, everything has and, and, you know, at different, it just comes at different times and thankfully our team is um, over time ha- has realised that some of the weird stuff that I talk about <laughs> slowly comes off um, and the stuff I, that doesn't come off, anyone I've spoken to about that is immediately no longer with, yeah, yeah, No longer with the company. Do, they're do, gone. You, do you feel like you have to evangelise or like say when, you're so, when you're so into yeah. an idea – how do you get people within the business into it? Is it just about – because it almost plays into the persona or the character which is just like when, you ha- when you're strong on an idea, there's enthusiasm but there's also – I can go from enthusiasm to maybe Josh is slightly manic right now and it's not a great idea. How do you discern – how do you sort of – Well, there's – look, I, I, I think Ant – I think anyone who's with me mm. in the moment gets yeah. a bit of the manic stuff, but I think it drives everyone forward because the manic usually drives to, we've fucking got this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like this is, do you see, if we do that plus this, what could happen? Mm. Like we've built the tech for this reason, but yeah. if we open this little portal now that we've already got all the technology, mm. we can enter this whole different industry. And mm. that in itself, so then I'll just go, and if I've had a coffee, yeah. <laughs> you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, I've just started having... Black co- I got a mocha Talk master. about ADHD. Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually a nightmare. I've replaced water. I've, I've, I've had water. Instead of water, I have coffee now. I'm shaking because I had, I bought like a really nice, what is it called? Mocha master. No, thermos. thermos. Thermos, where I put the coffee in. Mm. And so I'm drinking like fucking 800 mils you drink a more day. When it's just, do you ever and then I'm not sleeping now too. Do you ever shart? <laughs> Pardon? Shart? No, absolutely not. Because I reckon I had, that's I dangerous. Ate, I eat too much meat. <laughs> How do you, I think... From, uh, looking into what Josh you're saying, mm. Josh and I are founders of our business, yeah. and we ha- one of us has an idea, and I know Josh doesn't like trying to sell in anything to me, but you you are you know in a much bigger operation where you've got, you're the founder, I'd say you're a visionary of that company, and are you selling in to people? This stuff, like, or are you coming in in your manic state and going, "This is the way forward. Get on the well, back of this horse." Because part of my frustration is it's like it's so fucking clear, and if you're asking these questions, yeah. you're so out of like you don't understand. Like, but I get, then there's yeah. a part that you I could need be to wrong. have people yeah. to be in support Absolutely. of that. Here's the key: for four years, everyone that's joined has heard the vision, mm-hmm. and all that happens from there is that that vision gets validated mm. and that's what I talk about in those moments and they see it for themselves. So, you know, in the early days when everyone, you know, we sat down, CEO and I, and said, all right, get out your black book and, you know, let's invite all the, the celebrities that you know to 
download tribe and it was so like we made this big list and I looked at it and I went I don't reckon any of them could take a good photo to save themselves yeah, yeah. they've got 200,000 followers because they're on the home and away or something but I don't reckon they could take a good photo branded yeah. content and they're like doesn't matter it's about the followers and it's like no mm. I actually only care about the content and so so we we've made huge huge bold decisions based on my experience and it's been the exact same thing so mm. in answer to your question TJ I don't it's not like a new thing every week. Mm. It's literally the exact same thing that we've been talking about. The world just hasn't caught up and we're just building towards that. And the, the, what, I t- discuss is, um, what I discuss is when things move, like Instagram shifts, I go, this is moving closer mm. towards our need. And so like Lisa and Grace are over there. They'll, you know, because they're in UK time, they'll be posting stuff. And the first thing I wake up in the morning, I'll see some, some huge shift in Instagram and I'll just go... It's happening. And that's what mm. I do. It's just – it's happening and it's moving. Um, the the phones, the technology and smartphones are getting better. The um, the consumer behaviour is shifting. It is all just moving towards what I believe is a multi-billion dollar category that doesn't even exist yet mm. and we want to own it. When do you celebrate within your business? Uh, look, to be honest, we celebrate – Today and we celebrate yesterday. So and you I used to celebrate every Friday with Nando's, but yeah, no. I no longer am invited. Well, that's because they took the Nando's VIP card away <laughs> yeah, from they me. Cut you off? Yeah, they cut me off. Turns out they were expecting me to somehow add value to them. <laughs> okay, yeah. And by in in the way of B grade celebrity. Yeah, yeah. But then the C grade, then they're just giving me chicken and occasionally <laughs> social. Then when I got to D grade, it just wasn't worth. Yeah. I see, I see you're so far away from any grade right now with your mic technique. Oh, it's, yeah. It's okay. Actually, it's I was so just actually, to be honest, it's such a fucking stupid table because <laughs> yeah, if funny. this was a circle, I'd be looking at – I don't want to cut you out and I don't want to yeah. cut you no, out, so I've got to sit back. Mate, you guys haven't thought about this. No, we t- actually get have. free road stuff and then you've got this from Ikea. Your TV is Jules Lund. If mate, there's anyone who can do it, it's you. Okay, well, I'll, I'm, gonna, no, I'm holding geez, the mic. No, there's a chance it will disconnect everything. I just picked up the microphone for those listening. You didn't even describe my visual motion. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he picked yeah. up the microphone. He's being an arsehole. Was that worth it? <laughs> yeah. But what, what's so this? It's more celebration. Oh, so yeah. celebra- See, you guys talk over each other because I'm blocking you with my head. No, no, so no, I just no, sit fine. back. Celebrating. The, I, those celebrations. I, I, I was exhausted last night. It was a because I'm part of a marketing scholarship, and they were congratulating me because of the press. What does that mean, by the way? Marketing scholarship. um, There's this fantastic um, organisation called the Marketing Academy, and globally, uh, the UK, US, and Australia, there's people thirty a year become part of this marketing boot camp, which you would think is about marketing, but it's really just this almost self discovery. Um, challenge yourself, support each other. Everyone at this time of our lives who who are ambitious and trying mm. their best get a bit lost in it. You know, it's pretty bloody tough. Is and this the so, thing where you went away? Yeah, I went away for a boot camp for a week and then basically I spent the whole year. They they get a pool of the greatest minds in the country and I just go and have 90-minute sessions sitting down with mm. them. It's amazing. I should loop you in so you could get some of those people mm. on this show, but I probably won't. <laughs> Is it a desk? We'll, we'll email What it. is it? It's the fucking desk. We're actually, we're upgrading. We're about to Exciting take, on, I know. take on a new yeah, By the time I come back, which might be on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so celebrating, I had a beer last night because they said, you know what, you should celebrate that. And it does remind you. So I went, I'm going to have a beer. It was a mid-strength Corona, which actually exists. And I sat and watched uh, Umbrella Academy. And uh, and then today we've got some fun stuff at the office where we get, we're, the morale is amazing because, you know, it's been a long time coming. 
mm. to raise this money. Yeah. The, just, just quickly on the discussion around um, followers and fake followers. Yep. How has that shifted over the years? I feel like it's dulled down a bit. Yeah. People are getting yeah. you know, outed. Like I see yeah. – I saw in this um, Facebook page, the sh- Shameless the, a Girl uh, podcast – by two girls who have this massive following. Anyway, the whole these tagline is smart women who like dumb stuff. And oh. so they've built this and massive so audience. As and opposed to this one. I <laughs> saw dumb blokes who like smart stuff. <laughs> this girl went through and did an audit on about five Melbourne based, Australian based uh, influencers and literally it broke down what, the paid audience. Them. No, she just did it. Off the off her oh, own she back. Did, she did audit. She audited yeah, them, yeah. went in, right. looked at them, screenshots. Yeah, exactly. Lucky, but we've spent three years on technology that just does that <laughs> by itself, thankfully. Yeah. Because we've got, you know, we have 50,000 content creators and they grow every day. So every time that someone um, connects their account to our system, um, it scans their audience on probably, I think it's about eight different metrics. Mm. So it checks obviously historical spike in followers, but also um, spike in engagement. So if it goes one like, two likes, three likes, a thousand and four likes, a thousand yeah, five yeah. likes, has ratio between comments and likes. If you have a thousand likes and two comments, that's flagged by the system. And then, uh, and even content, it, it reverse image search. So if it appears online, so people ripping it from Pinterest. But then it, on entrance, it, it, it scans you. Is that what you What was, no, what was funny. thinking about reverse image searching Josh's thumb and it comes back a foot? <laughs> I don't think it would, mate. I think you'd want to have safe yeah. search on. <laughs> I think if you image search that. Real, real stumpy one is too. It, but is the noise around you? Because I remember when you first yeah. started, it was like everyone no, was, was getting last into year. I'll tell you when it, it peaked. So the, the, the greatest <laughs> marketer on the planet, the most awarded, is a man by the name of Keith Weed. And Keith Weed is the CMCO of Unilever, which is, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it, it would have to be either the first or second biggest advertiser on the planet. So mm. it owns everything from mm. Lipton iced tea to Magnum ice creams all the way through to um, Dove and hair care products, you name it. So it's, it's pretty huge. Last year at Cannes, uh, he stood up and said, right, we're never going to invest in influencers who buy fake followers, mm. right? Which is lucky because, you know, we've done 60 campaigns with those guys by that yeah. stage and they've never worked with anyone with fake followers because we've protected them. But yeah. the world took that as um, there's fraud in the industry, which of course there is. Mm. I mean, we hired you, JJ, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think you scooched me. Well, I did a Melbourne Geek article <laughs> in 2011. Yeah, he published the article after we hired it, him it, because of this stunt. It worked it worked out very well. No, but it was when it was like blowing up where uh, they were saying these are the most influential people in Melbourne. Yeah. Mm. And the thing that pissed me off is it was like purely 2011, it was the time where numbers were everything. And yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. so stupid. So five, I got you onto Fiverr, yeah, I yeah. remember, in that time. I remember I spent five bucks, yeah. got 30,000 followers. But the amount of anxiety, I've actually deleted that Twitter account because yeah. the amount of anxiety yeah. associated yeah. with Good. people thinking yeah. that I'm a well, you could block. you could block them. Osher Ginsburg... Did, yeah. did that. He put it into a system to try and do it. No, the systems don't work. You've well, got to he, literally manually He blocked block every them. follower. Good. Accidentally. So he had to start a new account. Or I remember he did yeah. an Instagram. The unblocking. Yeah. So it's yeah, a nightmare. There's no – so basically because even when you get, come into our platform, mm. it scans you four times a day every day. So everyone attracts ghost followers, right? Yeah. So yeah. we all – if you go through, you'll see these accounts with, you know, mm. five posts. It's got a lot of X's in the handle – 
But what you've got to do is just cleanse your account. And so in our platform, we've blocked tens of thousands of people that are not willing to cleanse it. But I'm not allowing a brand to pay a cent for something mm. that isn't real. Mm. And so we protect them in that way. But I love yours, JJ, because it was during that process where I went online to see, could this guy do social? Yeah. And I don't know whether I missed the blog or you published it afterwards, but you fucking got me. Well, I buried the lead That's in some perfect. regards at the beginning. Because I, I looked at it yeah. and it was, he had like 30,000 chumps. I was like, this guy ain't no chump. This yeah. guy's unreal. And we brought him in and then he charmed us. For 12 months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, you get, when you get 10 million bucks, how do you work out what you're going to spend it on? Well, you know, um, the frightening part is when you have 70 staff in five cities. Um, You've got a month runway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, you, your burn rate, which is mm. how much it costs mm. you to run that every month. And obviously we're bringing in money, mm. um, but we're certainly not profitable. We're not bringing in more money than we're spending because we're building a fast tech, um, a, a tech company. So, um, so how do we – it doesn't – it just gives you extra amount of time, but there's not an enormous amount of um, uh, step ups. Mm. So in other words, we can't go, we're, we're just going to hire five more mm. senior people from Facebook and yeah. Google. Do you know what I mean? You An office in Manhattan, yeah. very expensive. Yeah, yeah. So how do you work out? Because I guess- You go in the biggest building in exactly. the, the whole town. Well, we actually did. We've yeah. got one World Trade Center. Now- All floors. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> all of them. No, we're on the 85th and it is absolutely magic. Oh, yeah. only the 85th. How many <laughs> floors are there? 84. And um, <laughs> have, you you seen, have you seen King Kong? <laughs> yeah, we're freezing up on that pole. No, the, um, the, the reality of that is we had a budget and it was for a pretty – the budget allowed us a pretty modest place in Midtown mm -hmm. in Manhattan. Turns out that the, 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 the woman running this, um, uh, the, the, this floor went to primary school with me. No and, way. And she's, she loves, you know, we, we connected back then, you know, I was in, in class with her sister and then um, and she reached out and she said, if you guys are coming over here, I want to do everything I can in my power to help you. And so she says, and I hope this is, doesn't get her in trouble, but she says, whatever you're looking at, We'll match that, but we'll give you this amazing place. And so you went to Chinatown, found a little shoebox, and said, "Yeah, exactly. Can you match this?" That was going to cost us six hundred bucks. <laughs> so she's been super generous. So there's by no chance can we. And I, I have to explain that to our investors because yeah. we've raised the money. They don't want to see this view out there. But it just so happens that yeah. we've got generosity. And the the Aussie expat community in New York is so generous, mm. and it's such a special thing. In the UK, there's no Aussie expat community. They are just Aussies. Everyone. Yeah. In fact, there's less UK people in mm. – and so in the US, though, it's a minority and they, they sort of help each other out, which has really been great. Yeah. That's, that kind of stuff happens to you, though, Jules. Sometimes, but you guys too. Like, you caught yeah. up with um, Eddie Buckingham, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you mates with Eddie? Yeah, so it, I got a Chinese tuxedo. That's where I took Celine, who helped us out with the office as a thank you. Split the bill. And uh, <laughs> we both did Post Malone, who was just out Oh, the that was awesome. Yeah, so I cool. saw that picture. Josh is thinking, who the fuck's that I guy? had no idea he what was going on. He scary with all those it face like, tats. Why is Tommy taking a photo with the homeless like, man? With the biggest rap star in the world. Yeah. yeah. That post? That was a, that, that is, that's your win of life. So <laughs> good so things good. happen. I think in New York, good <laughs> things happen. Like you, you've, you had a journey there, you know, probably eight years ago. Um, shit name, but a great adventure. Yeah, yeah. Suck on that, Jules Lund. Yeah, we actually bought th followers for that one. Did you? <laughs> well, we bought because we had no profile. We bought them to try and just give us so some this is, leverage. So this is how, this gives context. <laughs> 
of just how much we thought I had clout, <laughs> that these guys had nothing. Two young blokes who were going over to the States, doing some, some content, and we said, why don't we... What, what did you do? You built it on the basis that I was so gutted <laughs> about my glory days being over that I had a wife and two kids yeah, and you and Fitzy are going and travelling around the globe like I used to be able to do. Yes. But, but using Jules's name yeah. in the show, yeah. I think you would have had more luck with who the fuck's Jules Lone <laughs> at the time. It worked though. It was at a time it was like no Travel, because I was doing travel, so there was a bit yeah. of like – you know, this is the sort of travel you wish you could do. I think what more worked than your name was just two drongos from Australia, confident and cocky, well, just like, can we come into your nightclub? Sure, come through the kitchen. What the fuck? It was that, that kind of me, stuff happened. Tommy's told me stories which makes me cringe. The idea of there's <laughs> – Imagine if that were true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the idea that he's – he said to a, a vineyard, like, hey, can we uh, come and film? We're doing this online show. And the reality is that Tommy was rocking up with like a point and shoot yeah. oh, But no one really knew. Like, but until you get there. Yeah, maybe, and then but I like, still think there's like. But YouTube, like people have built million dollar empires on yeah. a point and shoot. Yeah. Like, off an iPhone probably. Well, that's, I mean, you look at um, Casey Neistat. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like it's. We know, like a big media company, we yeah. know more than anyone mm. that content isn't restricted by um, equipment. Having said that, this road <laughs> panel is amazing. Yeah, it's great. There's sound effects and everything. Play off a sound effect. Oh, so that sort of yeah. Got yeah. When do you drop that? <laughs> I don't know. We've I've what got about, actually. Can I just update. do something? Well, here we go. You're going to do a random one. This one? No. Let's what was see the what one? happens? Okay. Here we go. Is that your thumb or a toe? <laughs> oh. We do have we have laughter and oh, whoops. That's uh, for when you come back on and tribe's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a disappointing sound effect. There is no, but there is some magic to New York City. Do you think, as far as America, yeah. choosing the location? Yeah, and no, I think I think New York's great. It's the epicenter for brands and marketing, mm. but it, it shit happens there and it happens fast. How mm. many leeches from the Australian office are already saying, "Hey, Julesy, do you need anyone to go to the office?" Uh, you mean uh, your employees? We don't I, have any leeches in my company. Really? <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, but I would a hundred percent. I no. know that, like Dude. working at Invado, as soon as you find <laughs> yeah, out, hang on, agree. we've got a Mexican agree. office. I see. Ironically, ironically, two of my great uh, staff members have gone to Invado. So oh, really? they're with working with Cyan and oh, Carlos great. and stuff. Nice. Yeah. I said to Amy yesterday, literally reading that Mumbrella article, I was like. If this was seven, eight years ago, I would have been pestering Jules to get into that New York office. Yeah. Just, I'll do whatever, I know, I would have. And I'll, yeah. I'll back do then I was still naive enough to have hired yeah. you for that. Would have had the point and shoot camera yeah. going. <laughs> Don't worry, suck on this, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's been the, uh, the biggest takeaway? How long did you actually spend in New York to get it set up? Well, I mean, the irony is we were already set up. We've been set up since the end of last year. And, and the reason we're going there is because we don't need – well, that's not the, the, the right answer. 20%. <laughs> that's the first time Tommy's ever pressed the roadcast. And I got it right. How did he know? I got, I got it right. We actually have an audio jungle watermark. Audio jungle. So the way the buttons work, it does look like a test you'd give monkeys. And if TJ <laughs> can actually figure this out, yeah. it's too, it's too yeah. easy for monkeys. It's way too easy. I'm actually going to turn that fader down. Yeah. Um, so the... 20%, so we're a self-serve platform. So mm. 20% of all of our brands that jumped online to create a brief, an influencer marketing campaign, 
came from North America last year. And 25% of all of our creators that downloaded the app came from North America last mm-hmm. year. And we had no market presence. It's just that because we, you can start it on the website, everyone's just like, I want this. So mm-hmm. we were thinking possibly going to Asia or, you know, um, broader Europe. Because Indonesia is fucking huge, right? Like you yeah. hear different parts of Asia. 330 million or something. Yeah. It's some ridiculous In number. terms of, say, is it annoying for the platform? I know it's good when there's business happening, but is it annoying in terms of like, had you set up your payments a little bit. It's not, annoy- it's not annoying. You feel responsible. Because, mm. you know, the website says that they can have all this great experience mm. and then we don't even have anyone supporting them in the right time zones. Mm. And so it was just that. So literally just doing things like payments and taxes and actually getting some support there, none of that really requires us to be in the country. Yeah. Yeah. And so we yeah. sort of just started and, we, we you know, there's been there was 30 campaigns in there at any one time. It's just that now we want campaigns... You know, we're there working with Gimlet. So, you mm-hmm. you know, I was yeah. with the CMO last week. So they're putting some briefs in there for the North American. There's um, there's Unilever brands. So things like there's Hershey's, PepsiCo, Abercrombie & Fitch. Mm. Um, uh, there's uh, Wonderboom, which is Logitech, those awesome um, speakers. There's um, Schick and Gillette. And so all of those are really good for our creators because they're stuff that people already use. Mm. I was just thinking I could do a Gillette one with my neck beard. Really? Uh, well, I've turned a little bit of an applause there. <laughs> it doesn't Damn. deserve an applause. I'll, I'll take it. And so the it's so the wrong button that so I pushed because you know people. Yeah, listen. monkey see, monkey do. You just <laughs> well, you've got to one, articulate bro. the visual stuff. Yeah, we need to, don't we? Well, we're we're just like, well yeah, we. We're, you're we're meant to say, at. "Oh, Jules, you just pressed the yellow button, which is the wrong one on the panel <laughs> with all the other colours." You had to do a bit of learning in that regard yeah. when you went from. I mean, you ha- you went radio, TV, radio. Was it a bit of reset time where you like people have no idea what's going on? Mm. Um, meaning, meaning when you went from TV you were to under, radio, you were underselling the visuals. You weren't oh, talking yes. about the visuals. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, absolutely, yeah. I went, yeah. I was, I was horrible. And the funny thing is, you know, like when you have a funny conversation, you go, "I can do radio." Mm, yeah. And so when I went in there, I was like, "I can do radio." And then there, there, Sammy Cav, as you know, and I hope you're getting him on the show, yeah. um, he, um, he would say, like, we're just going to start with the basics, you and Fifi Box. We're going to start with the basics and after about, you know, 18 months we reckon we'll be – and I'm like, 18 months? Like, in the pilot, we just had the funniest conversation. You think you nail it, but mm. there actually is huge amounts of nuances in doing radio well. And I've forgotten it all, mm. which is annoying because I'm going to run out of money pretty soon. <laughs> so I'm going to have to need go another, yeah. need another gig. Is the have you actually spent any time looking at the media landscape in the states in regards to radio and no. TV? No, not really. I, I don't even know what's happening here. Mm. I, I don't know if I described this last time. I think I might have, but I have completely and utterly retreated from all news and current affairs mm. in a way that. Did we, did we talk for a little bit? Yeah. So what I do is in my category, in my niche, there's more than enough stuff I have to read or podcasts I have to listen to um, or favours like yours. Um, <laughs> so there's enough of that that, I, that it's filtered, but I don't look at the news. And my dad hates hearing this and probably people judge me on it, but I, I swear by it and I think yeah. that I find – so I don't, I don't 
watch television. Mm-hmm. I don't certainly not the news television. I don't have mm-hmm. radio uh, news radio. I don't have apps. I don't obviously read the paper unless we're in it. What apps do you have on your phone right now? If you were to go on the home Sl- screen, Slack. Do you live in Slack? Yeah, they're all co- communication. So I've yeah. got more, but I've sort of trimmed them back. So things like Facebook. And Twitter, not, none of those are on there, even Instagram. South by Southwest Co., what's that? That's like Go? the South yeah, by the Southwest app. app. Now, Calm, Calm and Headspace, you're yeah. so fucked up, you need two. Yep. <laughs> it's weird when they're both playing at once. <laughs> and it's like two people fucking yelling at me to calm the fuck down. Do you actually, are you a you, avid user of them? Yeah, well, I, I'm a bit amped today and I actually feel it because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, but I haven't meditated and I haven't been great the last few weeks. But what I love about... So Headspace is the one that I use and Smiling Mind is another cracker that's, that's well Australian. worth. Yep, mm. Australian. But what I like about Calm is um, – and I, I, in South by Southwest, so Michael um, Acton, the founder of Calm, mm. was talking with uh, – ironically with um, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, really? So Matthew McConaughey is doing uh, bedtime stories really? uh, for adults mm. and so he goes in there. Oh, I love his accent. It is great. And he got up there and talked all about it. And he thought it was a weird idea, but he, he's really, I mean, he, he gives back to the community in unbelievable ways with his wife, but he believes that being mindful is the mm. key. He sleeps for, you're like, he sleeps for, he goes, I'm a nine and a half hour a night guy. And yeah. I was uh, like, uh, yes, because, right. you know, like everyone judges mm. me for mm. sleeping, but that's what he well, needs. Because you sleep a lot. Yeah. I could, I, I'm a nine and a half easy. There's many times I've come over to your house. And you're actually upstairs napping. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I only did seven hours last night and I'm rattled. So right. so you say you're amped. Can you actually still get nine hours, nine and a half hours? Well, I'm jet lagged. Okay. So I'm waking up at 3 a.m. and I'm checking all the comms from Global, which is the worst thing you can do with your phone next to you. But the mm. car map, what's ironic, Matthew McConaughey, when he talks about it, I mean, obviously it's been really well received. And this is a whole new trend that we'll start to see. So Moby is back doing ambient sounds. So you know how good mm. Moby tracks were. He's now doing sort of like calm meditation wow. oh, that's cool. thing with his style. But Matthew McCotty, there's there's been nothing but rave reviews, the founder was saying, Michael, except for husbands who are complaining. He's like, if I have to fucking hear, yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep, and there's Matthew McConaughey whispering to my yeah. wife, <laughs> and they were going to market it as, you know, go to bed with Matthew yeah. McConaughey. I'm more like, comfortable yeah. with Bree going to bed with Stephen Fry. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's in there too. Yeah, he's great. I, he did a whole thing. I learned a lot about, I think it's lavender. He's just oh, talking about lavender. Plant. He talks so, about, like, yeah. do you so, know, Victoria is a hot spot for the plant lavender. Well, it's that's growing right. everywhere. That's Specifically the point. Specifically yeah, in Victoria. Yeah, well, that makes sense then. So Stephen Fry's lullaby, mm. that's what it's called. So there's a whole movement towards that and I actually think – I've been thinking, I haven't run it past my team yet, mm. but I actually think reaching out to the guys because we're in contact with the founder and and doing a, a digital detox. And I know it's ironic for us, but mm. it's really important and I know these guys here um, on the couch, Lisa and Grace – believe in this as well that there needs to be responsible usage of social Mm. and we encourage people to use social a lot and so what we have to do is almost do like a a d-day a a digital detox day once a year or once a a a weekend a year where we actually tell everyone there's no social posts Mm. through the platform that are going to be posted on those days so getting before or after and it's a big awareness but i actually think that doing like a six-part um series about helping people understand their addiction. Mm. Well, 26 minutes a day, that was the number of people using your 
app yeah. type. Yep. And so, I mean, that's in terms of that metric, is that good? Do you want more? Well, we all obviously want more, but Instagram's at about sort of 40 minutes. It just gives you an idea that our users are power users, but you're going to love this, right? You will love this. So I'm just, just, just opening yeah. that. So what we're doing now, we're He's touching over baking it. He's it's opening it up. He's rocking an yeah. iPhone 7 See? Plus based on, it's still got the home button. So this what is a got? heat map of Amazing. the globe showing everyone that's using our app right now. L- Ludin, is that west of so, the US? Uh, no, is UK oh, no, it's Europe. is flying because obviously <laughs> that's concentrated. But look at the US. So this is yeah, what okay. I mean. The US, for those who can't see at home, yeah. We've even got um, a lot of uh, activity in Canada, but it's, you know, for you can just see launching. the Austin, Texas. There's been a, many apps that have been made through uh, doing launching at South by Southwest. Built on the back so of is that, Southwest. So you would say that... I think that's Texas there. Center. It? It's pretty no. smack bang. Awesome. Mm. So how exciting is that? So that the, in terms of engagement, that's what differentiate... Different, and we've got to explain this to investors. People say, oh, everyone's doing influence marketing. It's like... To actually have invested in an app that has mm. that sort of engagement is is really unique. Mm. But anyway, enough about that. How yeah. do you uh, ask for the amount of money, and do, do you have to put your ego aside around? I begging? wear knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> is it is there a bit of begging involved? Does it feel like you've just got no. a complete like? No, no. The good look. The good news is, even though it's exhausting. There's so much value in it. And the value is that you have to really sharpen your offering. Mm-hmm. You, 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 when you go, because you know that they're asking you questions and in each meeting they have a different lens on it. Mm. And so it's just fantastic. It just, I love mm. pressure testing stuff. You know me, yeah. I'm analytical. So yeah. I'd prefer to obsess over something, get it right and go out. Sadly, tech doesn't work that way. And so there's a sense of tension in me going, oh, it's not ready. Um, but uh, they allow, they help the whole process, they're sharpening and refining and 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 um, questioning and scrutinising. So, but the but once you've had those conversations, you're hoping that you can then piece together like this round of ten point five million. Mm-hmm. We've we've wanted people in Australia, the UK, and America all getting involved, and so that's because they're all their networks, so and that's what I mean by yeah, that's what I mean by strategic. Because yeah. with bases in there, they've all got powerful people around them. Mm. And, um, and, and it helps. And that, I know I didn't finish that story about Keith Weed earlier in terms of um, the fake followers, mm. but even having him in the UK as a support at the moment. So he was the most critical – he was seen to be the most critical of influencer marketing on the planet because of that statement last year. And it completely transformed the entire category. So everyone mm. heard he's not buying fake followers. That means there's fake followers. What they didn't hear was that Unilever <laughs> – believes in this so much yeah. that we're going to invest in it, but we're just not going to do it with fraudsters. Yeah. And so what happened from there, TJ, is that the whole industry has been cleaned up because everyone's panicked and brands have gone, you know what? And luckily, you know, we've built this algorithm that does that. But since then, after being so critical of, or seen to be so critical of influencer marketing, two weeks ago he was on stage at Marketing Week Live, which is a big event, talking about Tribe. You know, and it's huge, like that sort of – and that's why I'm excited at this point because after four years we slowly start to cut through and we get recognised for what we've been building and the vision. When you're chatting to VCs, have there been any moments where you've completely missed the mark in regards to what they care about and has it – did it change how you approached it? 
Absolutely. So they everyone was, every, it, was it the knee pads? Did yeah, you take them off? <laughs> it was. Like, dude, I mean, helmet, knee pads, the whole <laughs> lot. Yeah, I was wearing rollerblades. Get out. Yeah, everyone loves rollerblades. If there's something they want to see in a founder, it's enough courage to yeah. wear rollerblades. Yeah, absolutely. Publicly, it's actually something you would do. Yeah. It's a peacock. I could imagine. It is yeah. a peacock. So, all the time. Mm. So I, I'm. It's a dangerous territory for me with VCs because my passion and enthusiasm is really not what they want to hear. Yeah. They want to hear what the CEO is talking about, which mm. LTV and, and CAC and all mm. of these metrics that I'm not necessarily the numbers. What are those about. things? Sorry. So long-term value of mm-hmm. each um, customer yeah. within our platform. Mm. And so it measures that against the cost um, of Correct. acquiring them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so does it come across as you being naive? Is that what they you oh, think it's interpreted as? Hype as well. Like it, hype and naive because they want hard mm. facts and I'm talking generally. So I can definitely come across as um, being a spin star. Like if it was just me, luckily. Mm, Billy. Yeah. I'll do the sizzle, but luckily Ant's there delivering the steak. And yeah. so that partnership works really well. But everyone sees it from different lenses. So in Asia, they were really hell-bent on the metrics. In the States, they just love the marketing side and, mm. and the possibilities because they understand marketing better. And so you just have to know which um, which uh, strengths you feature more. Uh, so if, if a, you're a company starting out, you're a founder, you've got an idea, you, act, you don't have the years of experience on stage or on, in front of TV or on radio like Jules Lund has, or you don't have an aunt who's a CEO weapon, what do you do? You play your strengths and you support yourself. So these people that you talk about will probably have greater strengths than I can ever imagine mm. that we lack. And so like everything, you, it's a pie chart you know, he was doing a shape of a pie with his hands. <laughs> a b- very big pie, actually. Oh, what kind of JJ. pie? JJ. <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry. JJ. Do love oh a pie. Oh my god, you do. You love. You love food. You do love food. Um, so, so you've got to have the right right talent. Lisa is obviously yes, exactly. Being heading up uh, the UK efforts. Yeah, It'd be so good to have Lisa on. Just yeah, now. bring can her you, on. Can you give yep. us a bit of an intro sub first? Out. Okay, I was going to yeah. sub out. So I'll give. Yeah, you we will, and then we'll we'll sub you out. What? What uh, so Lisa? I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, Lisa Target, she's Australian, as you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Even though she's um, running operations in the UK, so she worked for um, the Daily Mail mm-hmm. um, here in Australia in sales capacity. And so when she went over to the UK, we were just launching over there. And ironically, um, because of the connection, and she'd done something of success over here, she brought us in over there. But better yet, we were desperate to get some early traction. Mm-hmm. And she introduced us to some of her friends and got on Selfridges, which is you know like the Meyer or the David jones of the mm. uk and you know one of her best friends signed on and gave us a shot and you know we were able to knock it out of the park and and so she didn't even work for us and she literally started the office over there in many ways and so um when we started to look for a country manager um lisa and i caught up and she said oh you know maybe i'm interested i said no you're not right <laughs> i pretty much said no i didn't even know what the role entailed because like, yeah. i'm once again naive and um, it was the best thing because if I said, yeah, would love you, she wouldn't have done it. So she's the sort of person that if you say, nah, not for you, she'd go, we'll see about that. And so we did this massive sort of recruitment and was speaking to everyone from Google and Facebook and everything. And, you know, I think um, Lisa was 28 at the time, right? Mm. And it was a mad giving a whole, you know, to someone. But she's just sh- so sharp and smart and passionate and she'd already proven herself. So it was a real easy one and, and she's sort of grown the whole place over there from strength to strength. 
Oh, awesome. Okay, well, let's get Lisa. Uh, right. just is that her for my intro on. or is that for her? <laughs> no, it's definitely for okay, Lisa. So I'm out of here. Can I heckle from afar because I'm a bit definitely. worried about this? Yeah, definitely. well, we'll just have five mins with Lisa and then we'll okay. get you finishing now, off. Have the you got any other headphones? Because these are a bit sweaty and I've got. Oh, no, that's. Are they really that sweaty? They, Lisa yeah, doesn't yeah. even have to wear headphones. You don't have to wear them. Yeah, that's fine. Why are we listening to headphones? You, well, you, I literally you just. Like half I'm, a foot away from my head. I literally just. We just bought them. Oh, and then we wouldn't have heard the sound effects. We wouldn't have heard the sound effects. We won't play any sound effects while Lisa's on. But Lisa, please come. Come Get on that in. clap back up, can we? Uh, I can't remember which. That yellow. Oh, yellow. There we go. There we go. Welcome. Thank you. I thought it was actually a stitch up that you're going to have me on. But, <laughs> no, um, no, no. Absolutely. I've got some corrections that I would like to oh, make. Oh, perfect. Like just said. Oh, what we want. This is great. Um, just firstly, like we're talking about Jules's vision and, you know, him sort of being in there and sometimes you feel the full brunt of Jules Lund. And, yes. his, and his energy. Yes. What what has that been like in terms of the promises he's made, or the the explanation of the <laughs> app and what it, what it's capable of, and then what you've seen happen over the couple of years? Yeah. Look, Jules is incredibly energetic, and you know, with all the work that that we've done in the startup community and that the founders that you see, the the ones that are successful do have a vision that they mm. firmly believe in. Um, and they realise it, you mm. know, it's essentially what, what Jules does better than most is is manifestation, mm. um, where he's seen an entire category, he's seen how it should play out and in the right way in making sure that it's um, transparent. We do things in a really ethical fashion. He's not about short-term wins and his, you know, resilience to essentially bear the brunt of an industry going through growing pains and it's over cluttered um, and is very, very fast growing without pinching at any short-term wins mm. for that long-term success is exactly why I work for the company and, yeah. and why we've been so So successful. those corrections that you wanted to make. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was 26 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 30 now. Um, okay, yeah. I didn't want some extra years put on me. Thanks, Jules. Um, but no, that was it. Okay. <laughs> that's it. No, that's it. This is good. So you've built you uh, – who have you had to – within the UK team in regards to support network and how have you tried to – is it your job to emulate culture, do you think, to create a new culture? How do you sort of see that piece? Yeah. Um, we were fortunate kind of being uh, – you know, a step away from HQ. So mm -hmm. that there's there's pros and cons of it. Um, some of the some of the big benefits were we had we didn't have a blueprint. We mm -hmm. we could test and learn, and we could almost create offshoot strategies from what was going on in Australia mm. by justifying that the UK was a different market, mm. um, which enabled us to then start to go, okay, what what works for the country, mm -hmm. um, what works for the region and how much of that is true globally. And so we started to pull apart, you know, what are home truths for our product in every market and what are these like local nuances. Um, and we didn't have to do that with a lot of red tape. You know, we essentially could you know had a free reign we didn't know how successful we would be yeah. um, were you surprised because it is now is it more successful in terms of you um, usage and revenue than yeah. australia yeah um and the, the uk market is it's that we've got a lot more competitors so you know jules often talks about this they're they're essentially building and, and consistently validating our category mm -hmm. um and for us we see that as a massive strength anyone that uses a competitor platform or an agency in this really early stage you know that they're, they're going to test and learn multiple partners um and every time that's an opportunity for us to go in and show mm -hmm. 
what could be done better, mm. what challenges they had, and they're essentially educated for us yeah. as opposed to probably what's happening in Australia, which is you're constantly having to explain what influencer marketing yeah. is. So in the category. Yeah. Mate, the amount of times my mum has asked, so what does Jules's thing do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, just, was the, what was the biggest difference between the Australian market and the UK market? Um, we thought the content would be a lot worse mm-hmm. because of the daylight. There's not much sunlight but it's for good, content right? creators it's in nice the UK. And so, it's nice and soft though. It's a, a, an overcast true. day can They can do leak. say that for wedding yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so don't worry if it rains. Is, it, is there a lot of rain in England? Oh, sorry, <laughs> the UK, yeah. London? Yeah, I, well, I, I say it lightly <laughs> because the amount of people that I've said that to that are from the UK, they're like, it's not as bad as you think. They just got to justify there. living there, don't went they? There and it rained. Yeah. Exactly. I've never seen that many umbrellas in one street. Yeah. Tommy's going to focus yeah, more on just London and geography in general. Well, Jules has actually renamed it London with a U. Oh. Isn't that London. true? <laughs> London with a U. London. I'm joking, he hasn't done that. <laughs> no, that's I want to just make some corrections. Yeah. 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 He'll be on to make corrections. Can't spell tribe without an I. What do you always say? <laughs> Can't spell America without me. It's all these Londoners yeah. he calls them. Yeah. He's a narcissist. What's what's the um, what have you learned through all the process from a development point of view? Well, not so not being with our tech team and mm-hmm. our marketing team. Um, communication is everything for yeah. us, and so the culture that we did have to build in the UK was resilient, patient and essentially over-communicative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's all about building relationships internally as well. You know, we can't just – in a startup, everyone is working at 150% all yeah. of the time um, and not one agenda can really override someone else's. Yeah. Like we're all working right. over hours, we're all tired, we all maybe missed a Slack message or an email. To be honest, I don't think it's for Josh and I. I don't think it would be – like that sounds – it sounds I think, pretty full on. I think that there's probably – is there some – a competitive nature to it. I think there's – I've found when I've worked for businesses that have had different teams and siloed teams especially, there is the competition of, fuck what they're doing. I think we can do it this way. I think we can go harder. Or do you think that that's sort of destructive to the overall dynamic of the company? There's there's healthy competition, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's us against the world. Yeah. So, I, you know, really I learn every single day from, from the Australian team mm-hmm. and vice versa. You know, one day someone's up, someone's down, it, yeah. it flips, it reverses. And, you know, the UK is not going to be the biggest revenue generator mm-hmm. anymore just on sheer volume. Yeah. Um, so we'll start to look at things like market share, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, start to really, you know, re-look at success sort of in each market a little bit differently because we're at a more mature stage. But um, because of the differences in market, is, it is hard to compare internally mm-hmm. and you'd be wasting energy doing that. Yeah. You know, for, for us, we're a very unique product. It's even hard to compare ourselves to competitors a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we do when we can't work longer is, you know, we really share and, and leverage one another's work. And if something's being done in Australia that we can, you know, just flip and kind of re-engineer mm. somehow to tweak for our market, we do it. Do you feel person, personally invested in Tribe? I do. Do you think do. that's a result of the company and its, you know, um, I guess, I uh, culture? I something. When <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's well, that um, foundational stuff as well? Like you're, I guess you're getting to build this thing 
from scratch. Well, I'm can trying to understand how you, how, how you personally get to a point like that, working within a business. Because I think it's more important than ever for, to have complete buy-in because they're not just jobs anymore yeah. where you're just showing up and ticking it off. Yeah, it's true. I think one thing that, that we speak about a lot in the UK is... Going to the pub to have a beer. Obviously, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> is that... The, <laughs> lunch. The, the whole idea of having being in a startup at all and having all the things that you know young people or people in, in you know in the, in the industry at the moment want like flexible working hours etc um all the perks per se um we've got all of that in our control mm. um but really at the end of the day even if you have flexible working and unlimited leave and all, all these sorts of things that people think are sort of the, the ticket for a certain company none of that actually matters if you're not fulfilled by what you're doing mm. um and so we have that and that's great um but you always find that when people have things like unlimited leave they often don't take it all because yeah. um their their choice architecture has changed mm-hmm. you know they get to choose what they do with their time how invested they want to get and we spur each other on you mm-hmm. know um we see someone working really hard and kind of doing extra work or thinking differently it, inspires you to do something and we have that mutually inspirational relationship Mm. and that's i think why as young people um and our team's average age in the uk is something like 25 26 Mm -hmm. um that's exactly what we want unless you're asking jules because he'll say it's probably (laughs) two years above he's just upset about his own age (laughs) um but you know we have this thing of going you know i i I say it's like investing in your own mba we are learning and we are so fortunate to be able to get across tech, marketing, sales, mm. strategy. Um, and we know at the end of the day, we won't be successful unless we're the ones that have done it. Mm. And that level of accountability essentially gives you a blueprint to take into any business, any kind of career that you want as an individual. And it speaks to entrepreneurship in, in general. So I think everyone feels personally responsible and really driven by their own journey within Tribe. And Tribe is just an enabler for that kind of success, no matter what you want to do mm. in your role. So mm. that, that's how you get so invested mm. because you know exactly how this journey is going to translate into whatever. And fortunately, every year that we put into Tribe, and I've been with Tribe for two years now, um, you know, the equity that Tribe builds in Tribe's name is also built in my name. Mm. And the, the two things aren't mutually exclusive. Mm. So mm. Were you, it's, all, it's all exciting. I mean, yeah. what, are you, what are you actually excited about if you were to look ahead because as, as millennials, we tend to job hop a lot. Two years for anyone under 30 is a significant amount of time. What makes you think about staying three, four, five, six, seven years? What does that look like for you, do you and, think? And is it the view from uh, One World Trade <laughs> Centre in New York City? <laughs> it's actually not. Um, I, maybe I'm the only tribe employee that, that didn't even consider going to New York yeah. <laughs> um, because there's so much more to do in the UK and Mm -hmm. and we have built so much positive equity in that market and there's just so much more to do. So I never even considered that. But looking ahead, um, when you talk about like job hopping, Mm -hmm. something I'm really, really passionate about because I I think you have to look at the reason people do that Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of it is wrapped up in ego, is wrapped up in people not understanding themselves, their own motivations and what drives them and also people being – really lazy and lacking resourcefulness to actually get what they want mm-hmm. you know i've seen you know we've always talked about we're a flat structure we're a startup we don't know 
you know, what's going to be unraveled sort of around the next corner. So I can't hire someone and say, you're going to lead a team of five in 12 months time. We never make any promises because Mm -hmm. that's the the quickest way to piss off an employee, to be honest. Do you say, but it could be 50? (laughs) exactly if you create it yeah yeah um if you create enough business in the uk that we are market leaders go start tribe spain yeah you know like everything is just this um is this open world of of possibility if you create it Mm. and again that accountability and that 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 feeling of you know i can actually do this Mm. myself and no one else is going to do it means um we don't we don't see any problem with retention or, or churn. Um, we've been very fortunate for anyone that e- you know is essentially entrepreneurial in their own right. I thought you would have seen a fair bit of drop off after the Nando's card went. Yeah, but uh, never had it in, in the UK. And the UK they've got uh, the peas, the mint and peas. Oh, thing at in Nando's. Nando's. Now we're specifically talking about what's on the menu. <laughs> JJ, the, spicy rice. Yeah, Do you have that here. Yeah, we got spicy. Do you ever buy the pea? You know the peas. You can get them separately as no, a side. Not a fan of peas. Never really? When they add mint, mint and stuff. Anyway, floating pie. But, but no one knows who Jules is in the UK. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know, outside of the industry, I think yeah. people and now Jules Jules's name is synonymous with influencer marketing mm-hmm. um, and marketing in the UK. But definitely, no one. Yeah. We often show some sizzle reels of your glory yeah. days. Exactly. You should do a um, cut of him just saying, how good is this? Yeah, well, very, no, it doesn't get any better than this. Very, very getaway. Very, very getaway. But to be clear, Jules is known in pockets in, in Australia. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll get Jules back on. Thank you, Thanks, Lisa, Lisa. Thanks, for, for, for that. Man, Jules, you've, you've managed to uh, find a team that uh, highly engaged Invested smart. into the business, smart. smart. How mm. impressive is Lisa? Like yeah. I yeah. sit back there, and, and we've got you know we've got people like that all through the company. Mm. You know, I think about our AU sales director um, Sammy Major up in Sydney, who's running a team. You know, I, I, I think I she met Sammy. She's switched on. Yeah, so she'd be about. Um, I think she's about. She's, <laughs> she's about eighty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's what do you think it is that with from a hiring point of view? What do you what do you actually look at? What was it about Lisa where you like? actually think that you could because I think it's it's a it's a risk at, uh, investing in young people at that leadership level a lot of people aren't mm. doing it I yeah 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 and to be honest I see I was exactly the same aunt you mm. know like you actually can't afford the people that you want at the time mm. like that's mm. the reality of it uh-huh. and so what you're trying to do is um, find those that are just about to pop yeah. and that they can pop yeah. if given the opportunity through your Company, you're playing an investment game. You're yeah. a, you're a VC yeah. in all, yeah, exactly. of, all these people, and so and and all that it comes down to is learning agility. Mm-hmm. So I just all I, I'm very prejudiced around. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just love and fascinated by, um, smart, uh, innovative, um, irritated people. Yeah. People who are irritated with life yeah. that that get frustrated that go surely there's a better way. And that irritant within their body just yeah. allows them to motivate and make innovate and as well. innovate. Yeah. And I, so I just are you looking for the things that you you don't see in yourself, or are you looking piss off, mate? That was a real. <laughs> where's that? Or maybe oh, we've turned down the. I don't uh, even know what thing. that is. No, but I guess yeah. it's in some regards. I see it as I actually see uh, those qualities in what yeah. you're doing with the reach and all yeah. those sort of things. It's just like yeah, it's and it, it, I say. 
I don't want people with the same skills as me, yes. but I definitely want people with the same thinking as me. Mm. And that is, um, yeah, as you say, it's just... Same, same thinking, different strength. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's that lens. But, you know, we've been really lucky and, you know, and it's funny you talk about millennials and job hopping. Like, early on I'd get really gutted if someone left, but I just, I love it now. Like, if mm-hmm. you know, like I, I would be so happy for these people to move on to a role that they felt was a step up. Yeah. Like if we – if they felt they hit the ceiling within our company or they weren't growing, um, I'm now so proud of – but sadly a few of them do that and then they end up going, can we come back? Yeah. Because yeah. – so – And you, you fucked up, is that what you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't respond. <laughs> no, they think he's overseas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know a couple of that have left, they were there from the very beginning, the early Nando's days, and <laughs> – and they've personally told me that they came to you and were sort of upset and said, I've got this opportunity. And you're like, go. Yeah. This, well, I would say the that. same to you guys. I mean, we've always talked about yeah. this. And it's look at my career. You know, I, I was studying graphic design and then I – well, I was doing life coaching, graphic design, and then I was doing radio, then TV and then radio and then social. And I'll, I'll probably do travel photography next or mm. do sketching or, you know, like I will continually move on those things that – feel like they excite me and if you don't have that you really got nothing because the money's in everything if you're going to work your ass off you get money doing whatever mm. the key is doing the things that doesn't feel as much like you're working what's the next milestone uh, more specifically what are you anxious about what's the ne- what's the thing you have to worry about next we got well, jewels at the good yeah yeah, yeah exactly. we got you on the, on good the day. Pe- we got you last time yeah. in the Doldrums. Can, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were in the train, you're in the tunnel, you're going yep, so yep. fast you can't go back. And so when exciting things happen, you probably start to hedge your bets or think mm. about where this could fuck up or where yeah. you're going to Well, worry. we've got, you know, we've got the next 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. It's a big swing and we're trying to take a bite out of the, the big apple. Like it's mm. a massive. Did you, that sounds yeah, very media yeah, trained. I yeah, like that. Thanks. Bite out of the big. Yeah, it does get any better than this. I was just throwing those down as um, LinkedIn captions. Is <laughs> 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 AB testing on the show? Yeah. I think that's a good one. Bite out of the big apple. Yeah, love can it. you, yeah. can we actually get a photo of you eating an apple? In Times Square? Yeah. Suck on that, Jules. <laughs> um, the um, so I think I think we've there's there's an enormous amount of um, like if we weren't scared shitless, mm-hmm. we're, we're actually we're we're spending their money on the wrong thing. Like yeah. we, our investors want us to be t- not terrified, debilitated with fear, but they it's it's ambitious. Like we've gone Australia, we'll take that, we'll mm-hmm. try and do that in the UK, and now we're going yeah, the biggest country on the planet for marketing. We'll take that one. Mm, yeah. And, like, there's, there must be 1,400 competitors over there. Mm. Like, they're not there going, God, we really need another influencer marketplace. Mm. So it's a, it's a very ballsy um, thing to do. So absolutely, as things don't work mm-hmm. in the timeline that we need it to, it'll always look like things are going well. But if it's yeah. not happening in the timeline that we need it to, then, yeah, we start to get towards the end of the runway and it just drops off like a cliff. So um, that's nerve-wracking. But also just the balance of life because if I go down that tunnel again, right, like this time I'm, I'm now really with meditation and I'm, I got a, I'm in the ballot for the New York Marathon. So <laughs> the last marathon I did, JJ couldn't oh, keep up. Oh, yeah. So what happened was uh, we surprised Jules by making him run a marathon in London and – uh, I decided I was I was filming and the the one moment Jules was like, if you're going to fucking do this, I want to get a shot of me running along and I, the London eye in the background. 
and unfortunately I had a rickshaw driver and I was 120 <laughs> kilos at the time. <laughs> And he couldn't, he couldn't get up the hill. I was running faster than this rickshaw. So it was, I mean, it was mean all round. My radio team go literally blindfolded. They lift the blindfold. There's a trainer on one side and a masseuse on the other. You're running 42 kilometres, right? You're on the, the London, Olympic London Marathon circuit that in 12 days they're going to be running for real. But today it's just normal traffic. Yeah. And you're going yeah. to see how far you can run Right, and they're all laughing at me, and I and like the night before, I had a green chicken curry and a oh, and no. a bourbon. That morning, no breakfast. The furthest I'd run was nine k. So I'm sitting there and I go, "Fuck you, guys!" <laughs> so I put my head down and I completed the entire marathon. Really? no training within under five hours. And the person that came out with an injury was Josh. Yeah. That trip. <laughs> well, yeah. So I actually he did his back. Well, the masseuse he he was there for. Jules, I just remember being at the- um, How much Mc- was I hating you that yeah, trip? The McEwa Hotel. <laughs> there was a fight that uh, we mentioned it last time. But oh, yeah, my yeah. Remember the photo? You've got a Candid. photo of me staring at you as you're yeah. taking photos. Yeah. And I, I the, fu- yeah. the f- can you find that yeah. photo? Well, absolutely. But the, the reason, <laughs> the big fight was in the tube. And because I said, we just need some candid photos of you guys like on the tube. And uh, Jules wasn't smiling. And I said, "Can you smile a little bit?" And he said, "Well, that's not candid." And, and then, so we had fair. this. We had we had a, a fight in it's, the tube oh, for five minutes about fuck. what it meant to be candid. I said, "Well, <laughs> it's not fucking candid. I want you to be. Don't be candid. Act, act candid. Act, act candid. Act and candid. <laughs> that's like faking sincerity." <laughs> so, so what's the the ballot with the New York? Uh, New so York I'm doing marathon. New York marathon. So I'm really excited about that, which I don't know where I'll find the time this year, but you guys can imagine that outlet, you know, um, in thinking is great for (laughs) my brain. And then I wouldn't mind, you know, doing some other projects off the the bucket list. But they're the things that make me nervous. And obviously, you know, like to be a father and a husband and all those (laughs) things is is tricky with travel. So how do you balance it though? Because... you, well, I, could, I haven't I could seen look at our friendship I, I, and go, the yeah. fun that we I used seen, to have. Yeah, we're not having it as much it's anymore. Th- I'm having it with other people now. <laughs> <laughs> JJ Hackle was Friday night. Hey! It was good. Mint peas. Bit of a Nando's run. We should uh, get Mr. 97. He's yeah. always got a question. Okay. Or if he doesn't, we make him ask one. Uh, i got a question. Uh, okay, He's um, Jules, what are you excited for in terms of uh, user-generated content for the next six months? I think there's been like a massive shift towards like honesty and posting and stuff yeah so what are you excited for well to be honest our marketplace hasn't been awesome for video content enough um and so um there's a huge opportunity there i I don't think um the creators and these you know for us our micro influencers have between three thousand and one hundred thousand followers like they're everyday people right and even so i like the people with zero to three thousand followers i think that content is valuable to brands as well but um it's not that they can't create amazing content. It's just the brands aren't asking for it. Yeah. And we're not helping the brands ask for the type of video content because when they ask for it, they can't necessarily upload example videos within our platform. So we're shifting all that at the moment. And it sounds, it sounds extraordinary to think that four years on, you know, mm. you can't upload video, but this is how long it takes to create these what things. I, what is it? Is it the, the heaviness of the, the video, the yeah. files? Oh, look, mate, uh, don't ask me. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say yes because... <laughs> sounds about right. It sounds what, about right. What, what is the actual um, industry that you think is doing the best job on this sort of influencer space? Well, I actually think the beauty industry is doing the best stuff for video content because, mm. and also things like unboxing and also um, just uh, how-to tutorials and makeup. I think the where that's 
I reckon that content is really engaging and people are getting better and better at it and I think it can work really well on um, Instagram but also things like drone footage all the way through to cinemagraphs and stop motion is amazing stuff. TJ's done a, a bit of – Tommy's done a bit of stop motion. He, he did a, um, a chup-a-chup thing through our platform that yeah. wasn't his account so we actually had to block him. So <laughs> he hasn't been invited back was Ryan John's Instagram account. Amazingly, they got all the fake followers past them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. No fake followers here. Um, no. Um, and so – yeah, I'm excited about video content and as you know, the smartphones are only getting better and better and better. So, um, yeah, it's, and, and also taking that video content, um, Mr. 97, yeah. uh, and putting it in digital out of home. So you think of it. What the fuck does that, do you say digital out of home? Yeah. Mm. What does that mean? Well, out of home is um, outdoor okay. media. So billboards uh, and all of the stuff in Westfield, and shopping centres mm-hmm. and, yeah, bus shelters. And, ah. and now it's all digital. Mm-hmm. And so they've gone from printing one thing to now being able to have hundreds and hundreds of things in that screen, which yeah. means you now need sort of volumes of content. And so we did this Bacardi one where they got all this content and then they had 70 pieces of content and they wear the photo feature at a hotel or a bar. Mm. They put that content within a five mile radius mm. of that bar going, go there with the actual picture. And so they can do this now through digital out of home, which means it's all programmatic. And so mm. as soon as it turned onto that, it's now like it needs huge amounts of yeah. volumes mm. and they can't go to a billboard, you know, a creative uh, agency, agency yeah. mm. um, and, because they need so much of it. Yeah. And now it's the first time in history, Mr. 97, that people like you yeah. can create awesome content that can sit on a billboard. It's so exciting. Seeing you talk in front of a group of people, you tell people to get out their phones, send through something that has a brand involved in the picture. Everyone's got one in their phones, except he, Mr. 97 doesn't really take many photos. And then you put them up on billboards. You, you're, everyone has the capability. Yeah, yeah. Is it a cost per minute thing, just out of curiosity? No. How, they, how do they charge out? That when we see a digital billboard, yeah. what, how's that actually uh, The media side, I'm not sure, but um, when a content creator submits it, mm-hmm. um, they get paid a, a flat fee yeah. and then the brand can use that mm-hmm. uh, in perpetuity yeah. for online or, or digital out of home and so if it's being printed or it's in billboards you get a lot more money and so our content creators keeping in mind that our content creators because they're now not publishing all of that content on their social feed yeah we just have content campaigns as well then they can get like five or six pieces of con like they can do a photo shoot right mm. on a sunny day yeah. and get five or six pieces of content purchased like it's on on their iphone like it's pretty extraordinary yeah. and that's what is really exciting because brands really need that Customers can do it, mm. but it requires an enormous amount of technology in between and we've spent four years building for that, which both sides of the marketplace don't know yet exists. Mm. And it's been well received, the the content creation yep. from Absolutely. It, it can grow more. I mean, the reality is going to Cadbury and going, here's 300 pieces of content of your Cadbury cream eggs um, – JJ's mouthwatering. <laughs> actually, I actually heard it. We've done we've done cream eggs on the yeah, show. Yeah, actually. So turns out they're, they're from the UK as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So giving them three hundred pieces of content is exciting for them because they've never had it. Mm. But it's also giving them another problem. Now, how do I take those assets and d- turn them into like a a twelve second Insta stories mm. um, video? So what we're now doing is playing with actually you can go and get all this branded content and then we create the ads with oh, graphics cool. and logos and give them a whole swag bag full of these um, uh, mobile-first social video ads that are designed to convert. Mm. Are brands uh, going on specific licensing? Like say, for instance, you find that they just want 
the license that gives them across everything or are they focusing on digital? Mostly digital. I mean, mm-hmm. they, it should be disposable style of content. Yeah. Like it should be moving fast now that you can get it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, have we missed our meeting? Yep, well, yeah, 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 yeah we're getting a nod. But the day's going to be over by the time we finish. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're finishing we, now. I mean, you've got no stamina anymore, mate. We wanted two hours. You we d- last time we did two hours one. and then he sent it to me, have a listen, I said, I can't give you that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was there. <laughs> what am I listening? You know, well, it's good. Sometimes I actually can't listen to it. Do you, can you watch yourself back on things? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. 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 Oh, you've yes. got that vibe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. It's oh. the hardest part is getting the beta and VHS tapes <laughs> yeah. copied over to a USB. It gives you, you tingles. Can you just, um, <laughs> so I can go back to my glory days. Can we please do this? Uh, we're going to, so we can load in our own sound effects. Can we just get one of you? Yep. I know where you're going. Channeling you don't even have to ask okay. me. Shh, shh, shh. Okay, quite on set. Does it get any better than this? Yeah, that's very good. I actually <laughs> imagine though, I think you did a lot more yelling, but that's yeah, because okay. I usually it was a long okay, shot. Yeah, I'll do good. one more. I'll do one more. This is Wait, on the beach. Okay. off off mic. Okay, yeah, great. And it's uh, so I'm in snowboard gear, and yeah, I'm like, and so yeah. the heli, the heli. Yeah, how yeah. would they let you know, by the way? How would the helicopter say we're we're zooming out now? Would they have a walkie-talkie? They'd probably page me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long ago it was. No, I got it, got it, got it. Right, three, two. Stick around because after the break, Katrina Roundtree heads to family-friendly Fiji. <laughs> That's so good. Do, are we allowed to bring up the river, river area thing? Or no, no, absolutely not. I don't okay. know. Just dump. It's just <laughs> a stump button. It's a daily talk show. Um, yeah, it's a long. It's a very long story. It's a daily talk show. Jules, thanks for coming on the show. How long until you leave to go somewhere else? How long until else? I'm stressed again? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and can get me back with new yeah, content. No, are you in Melbourne now for a bit? Or yeah, no? I am. Okay, I am. so you can turn off your email signature. He's in town. Every Probably, won't. <laughs> Probably won't. Probably thanks, won't. Probably won't. It's a daily talk show. Thanks, Hi. Guys. At thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us an email. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. See you guys. Bye.